Well, it's the Christmas episode, which can only mean one thing. It's time to play Hide the Pickle on The Internet Says It's True. Welcome to The Internet Says It's True, a show where we learn something new every week, part of the WCBE podcast experience. My name is Michael Kent. Hey, if you're looking for a last minute gift for me for the holidays, consider joining the Patreon. It's super easy to do. It's the best way to show your support of this show. It's patreon.com slash Michael Kent. You can join at any level. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Today's episode was originally released as the first version of this podcast. This was back when it was called Tell Me What to Google two Christmases ago. So again, you'll notice some differences in the format. Uh, Also, there's no guest on this episode playing the quick quiz. So it's a short listen this week. We'll give you a, a break to spend time with your family. This episode was from December 28 of 2020, and it originally came to us from Lynn. Hey, Michael, this is Lynn Elise. Um, So I recently learned uh, some of the crazy history behind the Christmas pickle ornament and how it actually is probably more advertising than real tradition. Anyways, I thought you'd like to Google it. Thanks. When I was in high school, my aunt's family got stationed overseas in Germany, and that was the first time I ever heard about this pickle thing. We got a pickle ornament for Christmas that year. And I thought it was the weirdest thing. What a strange tradition. Let's see what the old Google machine says. I'm going to try to be vague here with this search. I can't Google just pickle, but I bet if I Google German pickle, it'll give me exactly what I'm looking for. Holding my breath. Yep, 100%. The first results are all about the Christmas pickle. The first result is from GermanWay.com and... (laughs) That's Okay, so they lay out the skepticism expressed by our caller in the very first sentence. It says, quote, The glass Christmas pickle ornament is supposed to be a long tradition in Germany. But does this old German tradition really hold up to close scrutiny? End quote. So there we go. It's not looking good for this being an old German tradition. Let's get into it. In fact, the article that I found about this topic was so thorough I'll give you the website because they really do deserve a lot of credit here. It's german-way.com and search for the Christmas pickle ornament. The legend goes like this. Every year, a pickle ornament is hidden somewhere on the Christmas tree and the family searches for it. The person who is first to find the pickle gets an extra gift from St. Nicholas on Christmas morning. And if an adult finds it first, they get good luck for the next year. And everywhere this tradition is talked about, it's talked about as an old German tradition. It's become a celebrated thing for many people. You can go to any Christmas shop in America and find a German pickle Christmas ornament. In Berrien Springs, Michigan, they've built themselves the Christmas pickle capital of the world. <laughs> Listen, Berrien Springs, I've never visited your city, but Isn't there something else that you could claim for your town? Yikes. It's not just Berrien Springs, Michigan, though. It's it's obviously a huge thing outside of Germany. But there's a problem. Not many actual Germans have ever heard of it. At least, if you talk to older German people, people whose families have lived in Germany for generations, it's apparently not a thing. 
The article I referenced mentions that this is a frequent topic of discussion for American expats living in Germany, and it's definitely a thing that's promoted and sold in America as a German tradition, but it just doesn't pass the sniff test. We'll talk about why after a couple quick messages from our sponsors. It's been getting colder lately, so it's been time to wear my favorite fleece jacket. It's made by Scotty Vest, and I love it because it's got a pocket for everything. It's perfect for traveling around and holding all my stuff. And when I say it's got a pocket for everything, I don't just mean it has a lot of pockets for no reason. Every pocket has its own functionality. Like there's one for my sunglasses that has a built-in lens cloth, and there's a pocket for my phone that has a clear plastic window on the inside. And there's a pocket for a wallet or passport that has RFID blocking technology. I'm not really sure what that is, but I think it's important for, like, passports. Anyway, Scotty Vest is a clothing company I believe in, and I'm confident they've got something that you'll love. The best thing you can do is take a look at all the awesome pocket-packed apparel on their website. I talked to the founder of the company a couple weeks ago. He's the Scott in Scotty Vest, and we've arranged for you to get a special percentage off your order. To get that, go to my website, theinternetsaysitstrue.com slash deals. Uh, or just go to the website, click the deals link. I've also put that link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to our story. So one of the problems with this German tradition that's not really a German tradition is that St. Nicholas doesn't visit German homes on Christmas Eve. In Germany, St. Nicholas visits on December 6th, so it wouldn't make sense for him to give an extra gift after he's already visited. Also, German children open gifts on Christmas Eve, so anything that says finding the pickle means they get to open an extra gift on Christmas morning is wrong, but okay. Maybe some of the descriptions of this tradition just have the timing wrong. The main smoking gun that tells us the Christmas pickle is more myth than tradition is the fact that I mentioned earlier. Most actual Germans don't acknowledge it as any sort of long-standing German tradition. So where the heck did it come from? One story is more American in nature. A Bavarian immigrant named John Lauer fought in the American Civil War and ended up in the horrible conditions of the Andersonville prison camp. Starved almost to death, he begged the guards for something to eat and finally received a pickle, which nourished him to health and helped him ultimately survive the war. As the story goes, it was Lauer that started the tradition for his family of telling the story and hiding the pickle on the Christmas tree every year. Another story comes from Christmas Pickle Capital of the World, Berrien Springs, Michigan, which I should point out is also not in Germany. In Berrien Springs, they tell a tale about two Spanish children, not German, who were trapped in a pickle barrel. Apparently the story is that St. Nicholas rescued these two boys. Can you imagine being a Spanish kid trapped in a barrel of pickles? Then when you escape, they remind you of your near demise every year by putting a pickle on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Remember when you almost died? So there's another theory that seems much closer to the truth. In 1847, glass ornaments in the shape of fruits and nuts started being made in the German town of Lausche. For almost 200 years, this town had been known for its amazing glass blowing. Some of these glass ornaments in the shape of fruits and nuts were being imported to America by Woolworths. They became a popular item and sold at Woolworths for many years. 
the story of the Christmas pickle very well may have been a marketing ploy to sell more of these glass ornaments. Everyone loves a good story, and to think that the story is part of a larger European-inspired tradition, that, my friend, is how you move pickles. The number one reason we know that the German tradition of the Christmas pickle isn't any sort of German tradition is that the Germans say it's not. While the pickle ornaments are sold in Germany today and there are some families who practice putting the pickle on the tree, most Germans will tell you they've never heard of it. There you have it. It doesn't seem like a real German tradition at all, but don't let that stop you. If this is one of those things your family loves to do at Christmas time, just keep on it. Make it your family's thing. Just know that it's not as European as advertised. My only question is, who's going to tell the folks in Barrie in Michigan? Well, that is all for this week. Thanks to Lynn Elise for the topic. Here's a kid who hates pickles. Thank you for listening to The Internet Says It's True. Don't forget to join up on Patreon if you want to see the unedited video of the guest appearance or to hear bonus episodes. You can do that at patreon.com slash Kent. Also, if you learned something that you didn't already know from the show, please visit iTunes and leave us a review with five stars and a few words. That's the rule. You gotta do it. That helps us a ton because that's how the algorithm works to get the podcast suggested to more people. And that way we can keep learning something new if the internet says it's true. The Internet Says It's True would like to thank the Patreon subscribers whose monthly contributions help to make this show possible. Sean Brown, Catherine Morgan, Bryce Swanson, Eugene Anderson, Matt McVeigh, Jim Martin, Joanne Martin, Joshua Indress, and the show's official Emperor Kick Track. The show is written and produced by me, Michael Kent. The theme song is by Finite Music Forge, and additional music this week is from Chris Hogan. All audio clips in this episode are used for education and commentary and used under Fair Use Title 17 USC Section 107. You can listen to past episodes by searching for The Internet Says It's True wherever you get your podcasts, and you can see bonus content at patreon.com slash Kent. 